welcome to Claptrap, starring the one, the only, the incomparable Kathy Manson. And the one, the only, the incompetent Shiv Mika. <laughs> and this week, week today, we're going to talk about another classic kids TV show, aren't we Shiv? Yeah we are, and thanks for clarifying that we can't really set ourselves a weekly schedule, it's just a today. Yeah. Yeah. We're not, we're not bound by the constraints of time. We're going to turn up in your podcast feed when we bally well fancy it. It's going to be an, ooh, oh, what's that's, that? That's a nice surprise. I had a bit of feedback on our last show from a friend who said, I was listening to it and then I fell asleep. Well, I like to think that what she slash he is saying Definitely there, one of them. Uh, is that uh, we're so soothing that they want to go to sleep with us in their ears so they will hopefully elongate it with dreaming about us. That's exactly what I'm sure happened. When you said soothing, I thought of the well-known Phil Collins song, Sue, Sue, Soothio. I love that one. It's a good one, isn't it? Sue, Soothio. That's the one. Well, you do love Phil Collins in a biblical sense, of course. Oh, yeah, not not music. No, just... Just uh, Just looks. Looks and physique. (laughs) The physique is fine. I like his hair. Uh, That's unfair. Well, I used to like his hair. He had some. We are going to carry on our theme. Our theme, uh, Claptrap, is your favourite way to find out about kids' TV programmes of the 80s. Yes, well, well have them analysed to the nth degree. Yeah, absolutely. This is uh, very helpful if you're doing a, maybe a maybe a master's degree in television. Yes, media. for your dissertation, you can yeah. add, you can actually quote us. We don't mind. Don't mind. Uh, just make sure um, that you quote us more than once. Footnote. Footnote. Um, quote us more than once so that you can use my favourite Latin word, ibid. 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 Is that your favourite Latin word? Ibid. I think my favourite Latin word is phallus. Ibid. Oh, you... Well, you would, wouldn't you? I would. Ibid. Phallus. It's <laughs> uh, very educational, uh, this. Well, as I say, that's why people are going to ibid us because they're uh, there going to There is no Latin in Button Moon, though. More than no. no, and that, readers, I mean listeners, they could uh, be reading at the same time. But, yeah, whatever you're doing, maybe you're sleeping. Anyway, sleepers, uh, that is exactly what we're going to talk about today is Button Moon. Button Moon. Button Moon be was back soon. aired on ITV. Between 1980 and 1988. She's been on the Wikipedia. I have, yeah. And we watched, uh, I'd say, a mid-range, didn't we? A 1985 episode. Yes, series four. Mm-hmm. And the episode was called The Shark in the Bath. And it was raunchy. It was confusing, a bit of a trip, and I'm, I'm not sure how I'm left. There was afterwards. some homoerotic tension. Small and large... Yes, between small and large. Small and large, which look like bottles of bleach. But I think were kind of, as we discussed, like the proto Terence and Philip from... Uh, they were very similar. So we've realised, we know now where South Park got their inspiration from. Definitely from small and large. But there was some bog brush in yes, the Yes, one of them had a bog brush at all times and then washed himself with said bog yeah. brush. But anyway, the main premise of Button Moon is that the Spoon family and this young egg child get in a bean can... With a funnel. With a funnel on the top. And then it's actually it's Mrs. Spoon that, that drives it, so go her. This lady drivers. Lady drivers. Then they this land This is very progressive for the They 80s. land on a button and there were lots of bubbles being blown. It's and extremely, then, if you can be extremely, two D. Mm-hmm. And then you get out of the back of the can and then they stand next to the can on the button and then you don't understand how they fitted in the can. Yes, it well, much like the TARDIS, I think this is just a space thing. Yeah, and it's a button on it's the blanket sky. 
And then yeah. and then they just watch what's going on on Button Moon, which this time was small and large having a bath. So a small and large always on Button Moon. I Do they know. live there? I can't remember, but it was Captain Large and Small, and they were different sized like bleach tubs. Yes, everything in Button Moon is made from household objects. So I said it was quite hipster because it it's a very recycled. It was, and then I mean, it, I don't know if small. I can't remember small and large being in every episode but there was a sense that they may have been there like i don't know i got a sense that people were expecting to see them there they were, no one was surprised by small and large having but a bath there were definitely there was some homoerotic tension and then i think captain large protested too much by saying when the parcel arrived perhaps it was from his girlfriend well, i Flo. think i think we're getting ahead of ourselves i think we need to do a synopsis of Sorry. shark in the bath synopsis of shark in the bath small is in the bath you missed S- the beginning bit what? They arrive on Button Moon. Oh yeah, they've arrived on Button Moon, blah blah blah, got out. They're now having a look at what's happening, cut across to a scene. Small is behind a door that has a bath on it. A picture of a, a bath. picture of a bath on it. And Small just is a, going, just a shadow of a splish, bath. Splish splosh, having a bath. So then we I mean like that. That very helpfully we know doubly and know that he's having a bath. Then outside there is a large bleach container. Wearing a with, towel with eyes, with eyes and a towel and a bog brush. Oh, was that a towel? I thought that was just their clothing. No, it was a towel. I see. A towel and a bog brush. Going, hurry up, small! I hope you're not using all the hot water. Well, I suspect had the spoon family not arrived, they would have been in that bath together. Together, I think. I think you're right. You know how people say you fall in love with someone that looks like you. <laughs> they were yeah. identical versions of each other, except one was small and one was large. Captain Large Captain as well. Large. Oof. Yeah, he's the captain. Of what? Of their sex robot train. It, yes. But then the, the premise was that Small was putting even more hot water in and that was making Large cross. And then Small did come out of the bath and then said he'd run a bath for you and then there was lots of toing and froing and then... Small was a psychopath. Yeah, he was wrong, wasn't he? He wanted to make... I think that Small had an inferiority complex because he wanted to put Large down at all times. Perhaps it was some sort of abusive relationship they were in and Small surreptitiously was trying to get back at Large. Because Small ran the bath and it was cold and then Large was like, oh, you've made it too cold. And then... And as, opened... as we know, Large does not like cold water. And then Small went, I'm going to play a trick on him. And then... A parcel arrived, and I don't know how it got there that quickly because I don't think 1985 Amazon Prime existed. Well, it didn't, so it's Royal Mail, and I don't think they delivered to the moon, button or otherwise. <laughs> Very unrealistic. Also, do not think they did same-day delivery. They certainly didn't. Same-minute delivery. Anyway, yeah, within a minute, a parcel arrives with Captain to Captain Large on it. He comes out the bath, opens it up with his bog brush, and has a look inside. It's yeah, an empty box. Sorry, we should make it clear. Captain Large does not have any arms. He's just got... A bog brush. And then Small has got, like, there's he's, like, hiding something under a towel and then says, oh, I'm going to put a clean towel in the bathroom for you. It does you. look like his big boner. It does hiding. look like a boner. He's tenting in a towel, but it's actually a toy shark. It's, a t- it's He's not tenting in a towel. Okay. He's sharking neath the towel. He's sharking neath the towel. Pops the shark in the bath. Pops it in. And then the shark, it looks like it's a wind-up one, but seems to be able to move back and forth up the bath for hours. Yeah, I think it's uh, one of those robots that can just 
operate. And then I know my science. So you know the the name of the episode is the shark in the bath, and, and there was a shark in the bath. We weren't misled. And then we cut back, and then we see a scene of the bathroom, which blatantly is not behind the bathroom door because we look behind the bathroom door and it's just blanket sky. Yes. So anyway, very unrealistic, really unrealistic scenery. scene. And then he's um well, he's in the bath. There's the shark, and he's not particularly scared or anything because it's a toy shark so it's just I okay. suspect that Small put apart from the fact that he's a psychopath that wanted to terrify Large mm. I think he put the shark in the bath because he wanted Large to leap out of the bath nude oh, I think he did want to see him nude. and come outside and then he'd see him fully nude and wet and actually dripping. dripping and actually Large did say to Small get out of this bathroom before I blow my top which I think was a ejaculate a, yeah until I yeah, yeah shoot my bleachy load because you know that's normally they would that's what they would be doing but they're aware that the spoons are watching the spoons and Egbert are watching them so they've held back on the and that's why I think Captain Large throughout oh I wonder if it's from my girlfriend Flo oh yes so yeah we do not believe you have a girlfriend Captain Large I do not I'm going to google that but I don't think Captain Large and Flo were a couple I think he's the, the word Flo is in his mind water bath so yeah. he's just made up he's the name He's just made Flo. up the word Flo. Or maybe because in those days, Floella Benjamin was very popular. So probably he was thinking about her. Uh, that's fair enough. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, who isn't that, who thinking about her? Most times when I'm staring off into the sky. Can, can we discuss the Spoon family? Yes. So the Spoon family are called Mr and Mrs Spoon. And their daughter has the double-barreled surname Teaspoon, I noticed. So perhaps Mr Spoon is not... Tina Teaspoon. Her dad. Yes. Hmm. Perhaps some sort of teapot is her dad well mrs spoon is the alpha she's taller than mr spoon yes she's driving the spaceship yes she sets up the telescope for them to look through yeah she's you know that's quite phallic as well i think she has a bog brush hair she has bog brush hair. i mean there's a lot of bog brushes used in this program mm. uh, we, yeah we didn't mention that of course in the bath large used said bog brush to clean his body which is disgusting yeah well i don't know I don't think it's disgusting if it's never been down a bog. I still think the bristles on that would give you some serious yeah, skin Yeah, but you're, you burn. are thinking about human skin. He's a bottle of bleach. That's the, yes, he's a, he is a bottle of bleach. Do you think so, he's got bleach inside of him or do you think he's an empty bottle of bleach? Uh, I don't know. I wonder whether they'd have kept the bleach in for that weight, you know. For making more of a weighty more character. More of a weighty character. <laughs> But the spoons only have spoons for arms. And I would have thought if your name was Mr and Mrs no, Spoon, you'd have a spoon body. They've got a spoon head, haven't they? The stuff stuck on it as a spoon. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. I forgot about the spoon Yeah, head. they were more spoony than that. Okay, they were more spoon Egg than Bert non-spoon. Egbert had an egg head. But Egbert, we discovered, is not their son. So I don't know what the safeguarding but the around that. the egg is not my son. This is true, but I don't know what the safeguarding, and thinking of Michael Jackson safeguarding. Anyway, the uh, safeguarding around this Egbert, like where's his parents? Do they know he's being whisked off on a spaceship? I think perhaps his dad is Humpty Dumpty and so he's an orphan. Oh, After the wall accident. God, we don't want to talk about the wall, do we? No, all the king's horses. They couldn't, they couldn't. Nothing, nothing they, they could tried. do. Nothing they, nothing could, they do. could do. Nothing they could do. All of them. Every single one of the king's Absolutely horses. Absolutely everyone. Every single one of the nothing king's they could men. Do. And he had some of the best men. And they, I mean, if they, anyone could do it, it was them. <sighs> and they tried. So I think they're trying they to tried. cheer Egbert up they with. They really tried, but they couldn't put him back together. They couldn't. They couldn't put him back together. That's a really awful day, that. 
can't talk Poor little Egbert. But then they, that's why they take him to Button Moon. Okay, and take his mind off him. Take his mind. I know what will take your mind off your dead dad. Let's go watch some homoerotic bleach bottles have a bath. Like, exactly. With, yeah. with, with shark play. <laughs> now shark you're thinking, play. listeners, aren't you, that that's, that is a whole ten minutes in there. But you're not. You're wrong. You're about four and a half. Yeah. You're about halfway through. We haven't even met all of the characters or locations yet. So what they do, they cut away from the bath debacle should we go for that well they cut away probably because those two the four plays finished and they're ready to get down to business so the debacle ends and then mrs spoon takes them over to the telescope and then we're sort of shunted to a new scene which is on a farm yes this is what they're seeing through the telescopes very very tenuous very tenuous link and there's daisy cow pamela pig which is an interesting choice and piglets yeah a cat, just a cat. There's a duck called Danny, who Danny, I think duck. is probably manual man. Um, what's the word, Shiv? What is the modelled after, after Danny Dyer because he was very loud, and I thought I detected a Cockney accent. Well, in his see, crack. I I think because it's 1985 that Danny Dyer was modelled on Danny Duck. Oh my God, you've blown my mind! I know. So Danny Duck is the proto Danny Dyer. But he was a gobby duck, wasn't he? He was such a gobby duck. You're right. That is where mm. Danny Dyer came from. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And then the whole premise of this is that, I don't know what his name was, um, Fuck Splash the Cockerel wasn't crowing or something. Well, he couldn't crow. It was really sad. Uh, there was crow. a lot of sadness in this episode. Uh, but Danny, Danny Duck wanted to, was cross. He hadn't been woken up at the farm because he wanted to be the first in the early morning swim, but now it was a late morning swim. Typical alpha male wanted to be first blaming everybody else for the fact that he couldn't get up pamela was happy for the lion because as we found out it's quite hard work looking after all the piglets pamela seemed to be the one that sorted things out yes I like pamela. pamela she's a strong character yep she did no nonsense she was a typical pamela yeah she was a pro- like salt and pamela salt pamela our favourite 80s uh, I was. Uh, I went to see... Uh, Shiv and I have both been on holiday recently to mm-hmm. different places, alas. But I saw New Kids on the Block on my holiday, which was fabulous. And they had, and Salt and Pepper were there. So I was texting Shiv to say, it's not just New Kids on the Block, it's Salt and Pepper. But my phone autocorrected to Pamela. Mm. Salt and, and Pamela. Salt and Pamela. Um, I think, you know, I think that's... Uh, Okay. If Pamela the pig had come on stage, I would have been fine. Yeah. If Danny Duck had come on stage, no, I would have fine. kicked off. So Danny Duck is this gobby quacker, and then he's such a gobby quacker. Uh, the cat didn't really care; it was didn't wasn't woken up. Cat was it asleep, like mainly. sleeping. Daisy the cow had no voice in this episode at all. Well, Daisy the cow has been silenced. But the cockerel, as I I don't think it was called Fuck Splash. I can't remember the name of the cockerel. Did I it think it was called Fuck Splash. <laughs> yeah, probably. I think I, I I mean that's all I heard. Yeah, I mean it was Thames TV, so I'd imagine that it's ITV, so they could have uh, ITV a swear. filth buckets. They could have had a swear. What something I realised just as a side note here is you do a kids television program, yeah, anything goes. You can just make it up. I mean, that made no sense. They went to different locations for the most tenuous of reasons. They had bleach bath shenanigans. Uh, they they a bit like last week with the rainbow, where they focused for hours on somebody picking up a ticket. <laughs> this week we had about ten minutes of someone, shall I open a parcel or not open a parcel? Mm, that mm. went on for a very long time. Time filling yeah. is fine in the children's I mean, it wasn't, TV show. I, yeah, it, it, there's no sense of location or connection. It was just All storyline. Just stuff happening. And then Pamela like works out that the crow's, the cockerel rather, has got lost its crow because it's got a sore throat. So then suggests that Danny wakes them all up. Danny Duck. And then we end on Danny doing a quack 
crow and it's just a bit like oh. he's able to do it immediately which perhaps he should take up a career as an impressionist and then what i did notice is that unlike in rainbow where you've got the, the puppets sorry to blow the cover but what zippy and george and that are puppets right well, okay, so the Spoon family are real, though. Yeah, well, and, and wait, the bleach, wait. large and small. Okay, I'm going to need you to just stay with me, stay alongside. Shift. I'm going to need you to breathe right. with me. But in Rainbow, mm. our puppet characters... Don't, oh, God. Okay. After we'd had a scene... Jeffrey's or we'd a seen puppet. something... <laughs> um, ...reacted. They kind of managed... You know, they've got that... They've got voices, they could react to it. They were seen, you know... I think there was some improvisation by those puppets, as you say... Button Moon, our Spoon family, puppets. What? They're puppets. No. Spoon family, puppets. Not, no. Um, they, the voiceover man just kind of really summed up. They didn't actually have any reaction to what they'd seen. The Spoon family, I think, have seen a lot in life. So, but bear with me. Okay. We know about Egbert's tragedy. Yeah. I don't, and I think perhaps the Spoon family have been through a lot. Perhaps one of their relatives was uh, lost down the back of a cupboard yeah. or was burnt on a particularly hot barbecue. I have heard of them getting abused in cafes as yeah. well. Uh, or, you know, sometimes they're even thrown away in the bin. In a, just lost in a yoghurt tub without yeah. any care. And so I feel as though they've developed a real wall around them because they've seen so much horror. Yeah. So they just don't have any reactions. They don't have any feelings. They they don't have the ability to feel anymore. Because they didn't. They didn't respond or react to what they'd seen. They just got back into their bean can spaceship. Do you think the spoon is the most abused of all the cutlery items? Well, I think knives have got it. Yeah, but hard. knives, knives, you see, but they can sort knives themselves out. Can sort themselves out. Knives can do you in. So you always have to be slightly wary of a knife because if it turns on you, yeah. you are in trouble. A knife can, you know, a knife can uh, open a tin. A knife can screw up a little screw. You know, knives have got quite a lot of uses. Knives are multi-purpose. Uh, forks also can do you in. Yeah, a fork to the neck mid- midriff. A fork to the midriff would be unbearable a forking nightmare wouldn't it it'd be forking awful but a spoon sometimes people play the spoons and that's quite annoying do you find so i i have a thing about the depth of the spoon bowl johnny depth the, the johnny depth of the spoon the you know the spoon itself i don't know the face of the spoon yeah the bowl the bowl of the spoon the, the rounded the rounded bit not the, the handle area the plump rounds yeah. the major surface area yeah. of the spoon are you a stickler for a soup spoon when eating soup? So, no, but I, I tell you what I'm not a fan of. You know, they're quite a modern thing. And by modern, I mean probably about 10 years ago. You started to get those spoons that were, that barely had any concave in them at all. Almost a spatula. Almost a spatula. Almost. Uh, it just, and I was like, see with a fork, I like my forks to have a bit of a, a little bit of bend when the tines come out. I don't well, want a straight get, fork. Get yourself straight... Yuri Geller, he'll bend it for you. But you know, I like my fork to have a bit of, because that's how you eat with a little bit of bend. And oh, madam, would you like some? But these spoons, like these masquerading as spoons, these almost spatulas with barely any bowl, how can you eat spoonfuls of food? I've got two thoughts. Spoon is barely more than a spatula. Two thoughts on this. Try me. One, austerity, cost-cutting measures. Cost-cutting. Two, Mm. trying to encourage ladies to eat less. 
to make us thinner. Is that what it is? Yes. Those bastards. Because you can't get as much on a flatter spoon, can you? You can't. But do you know what I mean? Have you noticed the flatter spoon? Like, when I was a kid... I've got some very flat spoons in my drawer. When I was a kid, a spoon was a spoon. A spoon was a spoon. And you know why? You could egg and spoon race, couldn't you? You couldn't do that now. You can't do an egg and spoon race of some of the cutlery I've seen masquerading as spoons. To be fair, you couldn't do an egg and spoon race with the spoon family because they're wooden spoons, which have never had a big bowl. Oh, well, wooden spoons were how you did your egg and spoon race, wasn't it? Oh, no, it was always a big old... It was just a cutlery spoon. Cutlery spoon, wasn't it? Where I'm from. Yeah, I once won won an egg and spoon race at school. What did you win? I just won it. No, but I won the egg and spoon race and I won a sack race when I was at school. Oh, very good. I know, I was very... And I was disappointed that they weren't Olympic sports. (laughs) Well, that is... And I was very good at the 50 metre skip, which also isn't (laughs) an Olympic sport. (laughs) None of the actual sports I was good at. I was rubbish at 500 metres. Sorry. And I've come uh, to terms... I've come to terms with the fact they're not Olympic sports. Um, Have you come to terms with it, just Why not Commonwealth Games? I because the Commonwealth Games is such a joke. It's, it's a made-up, we're all a bit scared about having been colonial in the past. Let's yes. be nice. Let's let them do a set Let's race. let them do it. Why don't we have... And uh, just uh, lining up at the 50-metre skip, we've got Cathy uh, representing England and representing uh, Northern Ireland. We've got... no. You know, you could just, you know... Nigeria. Nigeria would be in it. Yeah. Um, St. Kitts. St. Kitts. St. Kitts. We'd have St. Kitts in there. Yeah. And the 50 metre skip. Um, Egg and Spoon. We could have um, Canada. Canada Canada and the Egg and Spoon. Canada are the favourites for the Egg and Spoon. Kenya. Kenya. Can you believe it? South Africa have been allowed back in. So they'd be up there for the old uh, sack race. Yeah. 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 No, Zimbabwe, though. Well, yes, because you think, well, you've got the Olympics, done. So if you're any athlete from the Commonwealth or otherwise... You've already got your options. You've got your world championships and you've got your Olympics. Yeah. Your Olympics. Olympics, yeah. You've got your Olympics or... World champos. You've got your world champs and you've got your Olympics. Yeah. If you want to be an expert in spoon-related... School games. Well, you could you could do your spoon, you could do your sack. You, you could, could do, do your, spoon, your skip. sack and you got your skip. Anything beginning with an S that is related to your school games as a kid should what be. What about in the, the one where you throw bean bags <laughs> yes. and then you run and fetch them? Oh, the beanbag toss. Yeah. Oh You've wheelbarrow and three legged. <laughs> three legged race. Yeah. Wheelbarrow. Yeah. Um, I might write to the Queen. We had a rounders ball toss as well. You had did to you? throw around us ball as far as you I can. I think we did. Yeah. That was pre-Javlin. <laughs> Pre-Jav. Yeah. I think these should be in the Commonwealth Games. Can we write to the Queen? Is well, she still... She's still alive. I'm just at... checking. At time of recording. <laughs> so is Prince Philip. <laughs> at time of recording. At time of recording. But we the, reserve the, the right... Needs... If it takes a long time for me to get this up online, we reserve the right to that not be correct. I've just thought... Well, I'm just thinking, currently... Uh, the United Kingdom mm-hmm. is the laughing stock of the world. Well, so let's lean into that <laughs> oh, and yes. just have sack races, beanbag <laughs> races, and then we might even win them. And then we sort of try and claw back some national pride. Yeah. You know, can you imagine we have a night, we've got a open top bus and there's Sally. A bit like Liverpool f- at yeah, teams, yeah, there's... but it's our, our big beanbag heroes there's, on the top of yeah, it. Yeah, there's Sally and her sack. Yeah. And there's, you Would know... Sally stay in the sack on the bus? Yes. Because she wouldn't be recognised otherwise. You'd have to see her grasping You'd just see her midriff. nose above the sack. <laughs> and it was always a midriff, wasn't it? That you'd kind I of I suppose start. it was. And also... But, 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 you know, Commonwealth level, they might have a different sportier sack, you see. <laughs> we should go to Decathlon, that sports shop, because that's the sort of place where they're going to have... 
professional the, the accoutrements yeah. for like professional sack beanbag um, you know commonwealth games official beanbags <laughs> <laughs> spoons with the adequate depth adequate depth adequate depth well but it is yes. a, not a, even adequate it would be optimum but it would actually be the um official depth because there is only one oh, you'd depth have to allowed. measure yeah yeah bean yeah. bags would have to be a certain size size and weight a certain amount of beans perhaps you'd have different colors for different weights so you knew either a beginner a beginner rounders ball yeah um, you wouldn't have beginners at the commonwealth game shiv yeah but you want to encourage kids to get into commonwealth sports true so true you know when you go when i visit canada next i'm looking forward to going to one of their special elite track and field what's the next commonwealth country we're most likely to go to Scotland. <laughs> yeah, when it goes independent. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, no, it is a Commonwealth country, isn't it? Wales. There you go. Yes. Uh, what's the nearest one? Well, Wales. Apart from the uh, United Kingdom. Uh, oh. Well, I mean, there's nothing really in Africa. It's going to be African, isn't it, I suppose? A North African North, one. well, yeah. Nigeria and around there. Yeah. And then, you, or, and then you've got your, your Canada's and you've got your Indias and your... Yeah, all that. Yeah. Then you've got a lot of the islands, haven't you, as well? Lots of islands. Yeah. Lots of lovely we hot loved, islands. We a loved bit of landing on them and probably ruining their lives. and things like that. Yeah. Uh, Australia. That would be in the Commonwealth, won't it? It is. And New, New Zealand. Zealand. I've seen... What I've seen is a little shadow of the Queen in the corner of the flag having a little wink, isn't it? That little... Like a Camilla Parker Bowles yeah. Donald Trump wink. That was nice. Now, let's go crashing back to Button Moon. So, back to Button Moon... Um, then they get in the... So we've had the story in the farm. They get back in the rocket, land back on AstroTurf, and they have brooms for brushes. Two different types of brooms for bushes, not brushes. Three. Did you spot three types three. of broom? Three types of brooms. They had the long thinnies, they had the, the wideies. Yeah, and then they had um, like a witch's broom at the back, like a big oh, tree. That's what I mean by a long thinny. Oh. What was the third? Well, I suppose maybe it was more of a mop. There was a moppy tree There was probably well. some mops too. Mop broom. So then they went home and I, I guess they're adopting Egbert because he was still with them. One of the best bits about Button Moon, well, that 10 minutes of our life, which I can make no explanation for, is like a lot of really good kids shows of the 80s. They had an intro and an outro theme and the themes reflected where you were. So you yes. weren't going to, if you listened to it, you weren't thinking, brilliant, it's going to start. Is this the beginning or the end? Yeah. Because it's, we're off to Button Moon. Setting the scene. We've been to Button Moon. That's the end. Yeah. And then they say, be back soon. And the week. Do you think was... they didn't say that on the final no, episode? They didn't. Oh, I wonder. And I also enjoyed the fact that the narrator had one of those no longer in use BBC English voices. Hello, RP, plum, plum, plum well, voice. It's, it's sort of like this. Oh, yes, and then uh, Mr. and Mrs. Spawn went to uh, went to the moon, and then he landed T- on Button Moon. Tina's made a puzzle. Tina likes tigers. Yes. Yeah, and th- you don't meet anyone with that voice anymore, mm. which is a shame. But the people that sung the theme tune, were a married couple at the time, were the then Doctor Who, Peter Davison, yeah, and his I'm wife. Yeah, talk about multi-talented. I know. Oh, it's, that's... And it was only when you realised, oh, yes, when his name came up at the end, we're like, oh, yes, that is who it is. So it's Doctor Who saying be back soon at the end. It is. Yeah. And I'm sure that's probably his proudest moment on his CV. I think so. Interesting uh, fact. His daughter is married to David Tennant, who was also Doctor Who. Or the Mind Doctor. Mind blown. I know. Talk about some connections there. Hmm. I mean, that's... That's it's just loads of Doctor who 
It's, it's old hooey. It's Hoovian. Brighton and Hoove. It's Brighton and Hoove. It's Brighton and Hoove. Um, so Button Moon. Uh, I think last oh, time yeah, I we've got to do it. Rate out of ten. What would you do? Uh, I would go lower for this one than Rainbow. It was extremely low budget, which I don't mind. You don't have to spend a fortune, and I liked the fact that it was made up of recycled household items though i suspect they were bought new mm. so not so great i don't think they were recycled i think they actually made them to look like as well yeah one of them looked like a heinz bean mm, can mm, mm. and uh the i enjoyed the homoeroticism a lot of course as i always do uh but the plot was all over the place and uh it was very i was very disappointed that when you opened the bathroom door you couldn't see the bath mm, it was mm, clearly not there mm. and was a different separate set that was terrible attention to detail in yeah, my opinion yeah. i'm giving it 4 out of 10 yeah i'm i'm i feel similar that i don't think it was a, i think i gave rainbow 6 i'm going to give this 5 yep and the reason it is one mark up from Kathy is the theme tune Oh, it is a great theme tune. Mm. Is it? Mm. We, we should have set that up, shouldn't we? Mm. That's all right. Well, we can play it when people go on our social media. Yes. Mm. Yes, mm. indeed. Our social media, where I will post a link to the episode, which is called The Shark in the Bath, mm. Button Moon. And you can tell us what you thought about it, or indeed not. Or you can watch it before listening to this. Mm. Uh, maybe... But of course, you'd have to go back in time, because this is now nearing the end of the episode this is indeed nearing the end of the episode so this but what you could do is maybe watch it and then listen to this again yes oh yes you can listen to this with our thoughts in your mind and you can luxuriate watch it and then see if you agree maybe run yourself a hot bath with large and small <laughs> a shark and a bog brush large and small so it's very odd i mean it was quite trippy that was the thing we said when we finished was like that was quite trippy yes you could get away with anything. But I think I... kids' programmes are still a bit trippy, isn't that? In the night garden, quite mm. trippy. I did used to really like Button Moon, I remember, Yes. as a kid. I suppose as a child, you're not st- sitting there thinking, this narrative makes no sense. You're just thinking, this is a story, isn't it great? Oh, look at those fun things. Mm. Um, and then, what, so we, ra- we rated it, and then what else did we do last time? I don't think I... I think I reminded them of our social media, which is Instagram at Claptrap Podcast, Twitter at Claptrap Pod, Search for us on Facebook, we're on there too. And you can email us as well, claptrappodcast at gmail.com. She's pretty much wrapped it all up. If uh, you don't want to talk about the episodes, but you do want to have a discussion with me about relaunching the Commonwealth Games, um, again, all those details do apply. Thanks for listening.